Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning Mishnah's Meister Shani, Perak Bays, Mishnah Bays, and Mishnah Gimel. Although we learned in the previous Mishnah one is allowed to use oil of Meister Shani and use it as a uh, ointment to smear on their skin, Rabbi Shimon disagrees with Shimon Omer. In Sochen Shemen shall Meister Shani be When you get to Yushalayim, you shall not use that oil of Meister Shani as an ointment. That is not a, a permitted use. Rather, all you can do is eat it or drink it. The Chachamim Matir Chachamim say, no, you are allowed to. Amr Rabbi Shimon said the Chazal, said the Chachamim Rabbi Shimon, you know why you're allowed to do it? Not just because normally we assume eating and drinking and anointing oneself all go together. But actually, we can even learn it and derive it out of Truma. Im hokel betruma chumura. If we are lenient, and we know for a fact, by truma one is allowed to anoint themselves with the oils of truma, and truma were so machma, were so machma, that only a Kohen is allowed to partake from truma, lo nickel and maizu sheni hakal, surely will be lenient by maizu sheni, which is much more kal, much more lenient than anyone, and everyone's allowed to partake from maizu sheni, provided that they're in Yerushalayim. So if by truma, which we're much more machmir, much more stringent about, one is allowed to anoint themselves with the oil of truma, certainly with the oils of Maiser Shani. Amr Lehem, Rabbi Shimon retorts to the Chazal, to the Chachamim, What are you talking about? Malo imhakla truma chamura. Yes, wow, we are leaning when it comes to truma, although normally truma is stricter. Mekom shakla kreshma tlaz ubetlitin, nikl b'maiser sheni akal, magma shalakal b'mkreshna ubetlitin. He essentially says as follows, that you can't make this this Kabbal Homer, if you will. You can't say Trum, which is more Machmir, so, and we allow the we, we allow a leniency, certainly with some which were more lenient, we'll allow a leniency, because really what we're doing is comparing apples and oranges. That really, there are Chumras and Kulas in both of them that make them non-comparable. That there is an area of Meister Shani which is more Machmir, more stringent than, the, than the area it, by Truma. And that is as follows, which is really going to be elaborated and elucidated in the next Mishnah. Rav Shimon says that by Vetch and Fenugreek, which are these bean-like plants, normally used for animal food, not for human consumption, what, by Meister Shani we are much more Machmir and much more lenient by Truma. Essentially, what he's saying is that I have found an area of Meiser Shani where more machmir than truma. And if that's true, we can't make any kavachomers. I can't say by truma we're more machmir, and yet I have a kula, so certainly that kula will apply Meiser Shani, because my response is, no, truma has, has its, its halachas, and Meiser Shani has its halachas. And just like truma has some chumers and kulas, Meiser Shani has some chumers and kulas as well. And that being the case, don't tell me that, Meiser, that truma uh, gives an allowance for Meiser Shani to anoint oneself with the oil of Meiser Shani. Rather, each one has their own independent halachas, and yes, truma, maybe you're allowed to anoint yourself with the oil of Meister Shani, but that does not apply to the oils of Meister Shani. Sorry, you can anoint yourself with the oils of Truma, but you can't anoint yourself with the oils of Meister Shani. That is Rabbi Shimon's position. So in summary, our mission is Rabbi Shimon thinks you can anoint yourself with the oils of Meister Shani. Chum think you could. They bring a proof because by Truma you could, certainly Meister Shani. And Rabbi Shimon resp- responds and says no, that... There are Truma and Meister Shani are two independent halachas, and each one have kulas, and each ones have chumras, and therefore you can't make inferences one to the other. Now, again, it was I was kind of cryptic, and that was intentional, because the proof of Rav Shimon was that Vetch and Fenugreek are more mach, were more stringent when it comes to Meister Shani in the way we treat Vetch and Fenugreek, but the Mishnah didn't say how exactly that chumra plays out. So that is Mishnah Gimel. 
Fleetage of Maisha Shani. Fenugreek of Maisha Shani. Te'echel Tzimichonim. You must eat them when they are still young and moist. Meaning to say as follows, that once they get hardened, once they get older and hardened, then they are inedible. And once they're inedible, so then then you're essentially allowing your Maisha to become inedible, which is, and, and be destroyed and go rotten, which is not allowed. So the only way in which you're allowed to Eat, uh, designate this Maisheshani of, of fenugreek is if you eat it and consume it when it's still young. Whereas truma, that's not the case. Truma, you can allow it to harden. Um, and then what do you do with it if it's inedible? Feed it to your animals. There's a special dispensation only by fenugreek when that fenugreek of truma, you're allowed to feed to animals. Although normally we don't want you feeding your truma to animals, here we allow you to feed fenugreek of truma to animals, but that does not carry over to Maishashani. That the Maishashani fenugreek should not be fed to animals, and therefore the only way you can consume it is when it's still moist, and that is in earlier stages of its growth. That is the Chumra by Maishashani and the Kula by Truma that we mentioned in the previous Mishnah. That the Chumra is the fen- that the fenugreek has to be consumed when it's still young, when it's Maishashani, but when it's but by Truma, we the Kula is that we can allow it to harden and then feed it to animals. Vishal Truma, moving on. Bishami Omrim, call Maishashani the fenugreek of truma, you have to treat it as if in a state of purity. And that is, you have to wash your hands before you touch it. Chutz uh, With the exception that fenugreek, it's uh, very versatile, and not only can you eat it, and not only can you feed your animals with it, but you also can use it for shampoo. And says Beishamai that if you des- desire to use it as shampoo, you don't have to wash your hands with it. And the reason for that is because once you are using it as shampoo, you're showing that it's not a food, it's no longer edible, and there's no concern, and Nahan Cohen's going to come to eat it, and therefore you don't have to even pretend that it's that it's uh, that it has to be eaten purity, that's truma, because it's no one's going to come to eat it. You can treat it as tumma, because as we know from way back already, from starting in Mesechtas Brachos, the only way food can become tame is if it's prepared to become tame, and that is it touches one of these seven liquids. So so long as the fenugreek has not touched one of the seven liquids, you can you can be tame and touch it because it's not going to become tame. Chutz may unless you soak it. Once you soak it, then it's gonna be wet, and now that it's wet, it's now susceptible to becoming tame. So if you're tame, you have to wash your hands first. I wish you all a wonderful day.